The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the first chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize with the Holy Spirit. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, so much for leaving all the troubles behind in 2020. We may have turned to a new calendar year, but 2021, so far, still feels a lot like 2020. We are a nation divided in many ways. Elections are completed, but results continue to be challenged. COVID-19 vaccines are available, but widespread inoculation is not yet possible. The joy we may have felt during the Christmas season is slowly leaking away as the gray chill of winter really just begins to set in. The events that occurred at our nation's capital on Wednesday have left me shaken. The danger of spreading false truths and misinformation has been revealed in the light of day and it is abhorrent. I feel buried under the snow and ice, paralyzed by the violence, shocked in my sadness. Throughout the season of Advent, we have been waiting, waiting, waiting for the birth of Jesus, for Emmanuel, God with us, to take on human form and save the world. And he was, he did, which we celebrated at Christmas with the birth of Jesus. And now, here we are, after Christmas, in the season of Epiphany, waiting, waiting, waiting for God to reveal himself to us through Jesus, to make the incarnation known and spread the true light of Christ to the whole world. And I'm not sure about you, but I'm getting awfully tired of waiting. We have made it to 2021, but the future is far from certain. Where can we go from here when facts are so distorted, truth obstructed, and justice denied? Will we find a way to move forward together as a nation? united in our pursuit of justice for all people equally? 
we find ourselves at a crossroads, stuck between the now and the not yet, the reality of what has occurred and our hopes for what is still to come. Thankfully, these in-between spaces are where and when God meets us most powerfully. In our gospel today, John has taken up preaching and baptizing at the River Jordan, described by Ted Smith as the border between the wilderness and the land of milk and honey. The River Jordan features prominently in the history of the Israelites, Wandering around the desert for 40 years after their exodus from Egypt, the Israelites would not reach the promised land they had been waiting so long for until they waded through the River Jordan. And I'm not sure if you visited the Holy Land or not, but apparently the River Jordan isn't a very majestic body of water. In the place where Jesus was supposedly baptized, it is little more than a muddy creek, a somewhat uninspiring location. But it is to this humble stream on the edge of the wilderness where John began calling people to the water, calling people to the boundary lands to glimpse a new future, a new promised land in the one called Jesus. And so it is no coincidence that one day this is where Jesus appears. He joins the crowd along the riverbank at the edge of the wilderness and wades into the water to be baptized by John. And as he emerges from the water, his identity is revealed as God's son, God's beloved, and will continue to be revealed as his public ministry sets him on the path toward the cross. Jesus's time for waiting is over. People of God, our time for waiting is over. We need to heed John's call and step into the river alongside Jesus. We are living in a borderland time where we can feel the wilderness pressing in behind us and also the promised land beckoning ahead. It's okay to acknowledge that we still have one foot in 2020 as we transition to 2021. We mourn our friends and relatives who have died of the coronavirus even as we eagerly wait to be inoculated with the vaccine that may have saved their lives. We grieve that fair election results are challenged, that so many believe in distortion of the truth, that so much about our future is unknown. Will more riots take place? I don't know. Will there be a peaceful transition of power on January 20th? I have no idea. Even now, I am recording this on Thursday morning and you are likely watching on Sunday. What has happened in between? This murky, muddy water of the in-between is where we belong, standing next to Jesus. For like Jesus, we are not just waiting. We are just getting started. Jesus' public ministry begins with his baptism, and so does ours.
in baptism, we are named and claimed as God's beloved children. Our baptismal responsibilities include proclaiming Christ through word and deed, caring for others and the world God made, and working for justice and peace. And in this borderland time, there is much proclaiming, caring, and working to be done. There is much about the future that is uncertain, but there is nothing uncertain about God's love, unrelenting grace, and the power of what we can accomplish together for the good. Even in this borderland time, with the river sands shifting underneath our feet, we can turn the world around. It means if we're tired of waiting for others, then it is time for us to do something, to get going on those promises made in baptism and proclaim that in God there is another way, a chance for a new beginning, a new creation manifest in each one of us. It means that although we are in the season of Epiphany, we're also still close to the miracle of Christmas, still close to the pregnant anticipation of Advent. And today, I find hope in the witness of Mary, a young, humble woman, so small in the face of God's plans for her and for the world. Mary, who sang her beloved Magnificat not just to express her joy at bearing God's Son, but also her sure belief in God's justice, her willingness to the sacrifice she would be asked to make, her sure belief that one day the world would turn. Today, I challenge you to believe that like Mary, God will work great things in you. That you are standing next to Jesus in the River Jordan, immersed in the watery borderland of our lives and anointed with the Holy Spirit. That each one of us has been called by God to live out the promises we made in our baptism. That together, as the body of Christ, we can turn the world around. Amen.